Hello and welcome back to the 20 Minute Fitness Podcast. This is episode number eight. Today we're going to start off with a fitness fact for you and it's something that uh, most people don't actually know. So the question is, what happens to fat when we lose it? Where does it go? Most people believe that fat is converted to energy or heat, but obviously that violates the law of conservation of mass. So the common misconception we believe is caused by the energy in, energy out mantra. Other people have been led to believe that the metabolites of fat are excreted in the feces or converted into muscle, but I'm afraid both have been proven to be wrong. Um, According to Ruben Meerman, who has a PhD and is a former physicist in Australia, um, and Andrew Brown, who also has a PhD and is the head of biomolecular sciences at an Australian university, they tracked the voyage of lost fat atoms. And um, to their surprise, 84% of the lost fat was actually converted to carbon dioxide. The rest becomes water, which obviously you lose through peeing, crying, sweating, or any other ways your body excretes H2O. So, you know, mass can't be destroyed or created. So the atoms that's made the triglycerides or the fat itself have to be somewhere. And obviously they are being mainly converted into carbon dioxide. So that is the fact of the day. But now we'll get on to the actual subject. And today we are discussing intermittent fasting. And I'm sure a lot of you have already heard what intermittent fasting is, but We want to basically explore this in depth, list the advantages, disadvantages, people's experience with it, and just further educate people on intermittent fasting itself. So, as I'm sure a lot of you are already aware, intermittent fasting is currently one of the world's most popular health and fitness trends, and people are using it generally to lose weight or maintain a healthy lifestyle. Um... It can't actually be called a diet because it's not a term used to, it doesn't determine what you should be eating and what you shouldn't be eating. It's rather when you should be eating and when you should be fasted. And so it's more about eating patterns rather than a diet itself. And there are many different ways you can go about intermittent fasting. Um, very Many different di- directions you could choose to go in depending on what you feel would work for you. There are Fasts that last 16 hours, fasts that last 24 hours, um, twice per week fasts, and so on. Um, And we'll briefly list some of them now. So the first one is called the 16-8 method or the lean gains protocol. And that's quite a common one. It involves skipping breakfast and restricting your daily eating periods to a sort of eight-hour eating window for example, maybe 2 p.m. till 10 p.m. or if you want to eat earlier than that, 1 p.m. till 9 p.m. Then you fast for 16 hours until the cycle starts again. Alternatively, you could try the 5-2 diet, which is another popular one. I've even tried this myself. This is when on uh, two consecutive days of the week, or I mean, I spread mine out, but two days of the week, you significantly lower your calories to say 500, 600 calories. And the other days you still eat cautiously or healthily, um, but in sort of more normal calorie range, um, you know, above 1,500, for example. And finally, there's the sort of eat, stop, eat, 
fasting technique, which um, involves fasting for 24 hours once a week usually. Um, and obviously you're, you're not eating from dinner one day until dinner the next. And obviously the, the most... The reason people tend to do intermittent fasting is because you are limiting your eating window or the time you spend eating. So in theory, you should be eating fewer calories throughout the day. And as we already know, if you eat fewer calories, you're going to be in a calorie deficit and be losing body fat. But to understand how IF leads to fat loss, we first need to understand the difference between being in a fed state when you've obviously got food being absorbed and digested and the fasted state. So your body is in a fed state when it's digesting, as I said, and absorbing food. Typically, the fed state starts when you're when you begin eating and it lasts for anywhere between three to five hours as your body digests and absorbs the meal you just ate. Um, and when you're in this fed state, it's actually quite hard to burn body fat because your insulin levels are high. But after the sort of digestion phase has finished, after that time span, your body goes into a phase known as the post-absorptive spa- uh, state. Sorry, The post-absorptive phase can last anywhere between 8 to 12 hours after your last meal. So after these 8 to 12 hours are passed, this is when you enter your fasted state. And it's much easier for you to burn body fat because your insulin levels are much lower. When you're in the fasted state, your body can burn fat that has been made, it was inaccessible during the fed state, and we'll go more into this in a bit. But we'll cover a little bit of it now. So basically, if you've eaten some food, you've you've basically taken in energy thanks to the food you ate, and so your body would rather choose this energy source, the food, rather than the fat cells and fat storage you already have. So this is even more true, basically, if you have just consumed a heavy carbohydrate and sugar-dense meal because your body prefers to burn sugar rather than any other uh, energy source. It's the preferred energy source for the body to burn first anyway. And this is the same sort of principle that goes into working out in a fasted state. So if you're an early bird and you hit the gym early in the morning or go for your run or whatever, you haven't got a ready supply of glucose and glycogen to pull your energy source from because it's been depleted whilst you've been in the fasted state and not yet replenished by a meal. So your body is forced to pull the energy source from the only thing that's available to it which is your fat stores and that's why a lot of you know personal trainers or a lot of um, fitness enthusiasts and nutritionists or whatever will tell you that you should work out early in the morning in a fasted state before you consume any food because you're more likely to pull your energy from your fat itself and um, just looking further into this your body basically reacts to energy consumption so when you take in food by producing insulin so the more sensitive your body is to insulin the more likely you'll be able to use the food you consume really efficiently and so it means you can build muscle more efficiently and resist fat gain because your muscles are readily absorbing glucose and amino acids when the insulin signals them to open so using them more efficiently There's been many studies on intermittent fasting, a lot of which have been carried out on animals and mice. Um, But regardless, a lot of people do are huge advocates for it. And they claim, you know, it's really helped them with their weight loss journey or 
reach whatever goal they might have. And their claims of intermittent fasting being the most superior sort of, I know I said it wasn't a diet, but a, a most superior way of eating and, maint- and maintaining a sort of a sustainable, healthy lifestyle does have some scientific backing. So when you fast, several things happen in your body on a sort of cellular and molecular level. Your body changes your hormone levels to make your body fat stores more accessible. Your cells also initiate important repair processes and the expression of your genes change. So I'm going to list a few things that happen when you fast um, that actually have been proven, you know, to or back up why people say intermittent fasting has revolutionized their life. So the level of human growth hormone actually skyrockets. And obviously, this is very important for increasing lean mass, muscular mass. And um, some people have actually, in some studies, this has been declared to increase by up to five times as much. And obviously, the benefits for fat loss and muscle gain are astronomical at this level. When fasted as well, your cells initiate, as I said, a repair process. This includes um, autophagy. Um, This is where cells digest and remove old and dysfunctional proteins that build up inside cells. And finally, we'll move on to gene expression. Um, And there are a few changes in the function of genes that are related to longevity of life and protection against diseases. So a lot of these claims have actually been backed up by scientific research, which you can find very easily from a simple scientific, uh, from a simple Google search. And obviously the key one people are, why people are the biggest advocates for uh, intermittent fasting is because it has helped them facilitate weight loss. So in addition to the increased growth hormones, it increases the release of the fat burning hormone noradrenaline. And because of the changes in you know, the human growth hormone and noradrenaline, short term fasting could actually increase your metabolic rate by 3 to 14 percent. We then wanted to get a case study from someone who actually tried intermittent fasting themselves and had written about their experience. And we stumbled across a man called James Clear. And uh, he has a blog, um, which obviously I suggest checking out. And he's written about his experience. And I think he said he had um, been doing intermittent fasting for two and a half years, but I could be wrong. But his um, pattern basically works like the 16-8 protocol. So he eats at 1pm, his first meal at 1pm, and he'll eat one more meal at 8pm. And his uh, experience has been overall positive with intermittent fasting. He's had his muscle mass increase by 10 pounds from 205 to 215 pounds. His body fat's decreased from 14% to 11%. And he's also felt a an increase in raw strength and power as his PBs for things like his clean and jerk have also increased. And he's not alone. He's not the only person that's a huge advocate for intermittent fasting. One of the most famous people that um, sort of stand by the benefits of it is Greg O'Gallagher, who um, runs his own sort of uh, exercise programs online called Kino Body. He's um, what you'd call a fitness influencer, and he has basically made his name through intermittent fasting. That's what all of his clients um, partake in, and he's had a lot of great success with it. They basically, his clients and himself, they start their day with 
uh, sparkling water and black coffee, which he calls his fasting fuel, as that blunts his appetite and keeps him satiated so he can fast for longer periods of time. And the reason why he loves uh, intermittent fasting are for a few of the reasons we explored above, like the increase in HGH and cellular repair and things like that, and the longevity, uh, the links to an increased longevity of life, but also because he doesn't want to restrict what he can eat. Um, you know, he's a big foodie, so he loves the fact that with his eating plan sticking between, you know, the certain hours of the day that he eats, he can still eat his most favoured foods. Another interesting character that I would recommend checking out, particularly on YouTube, I believe he's been interviewed there, is Dr. Nun Armin Ra. He is a vegan who stands by intermittent fasting, and he only eats one meal a day, 1,200 calories, but he also has um, a, I think it's a national or a world record in deadlifting for his weight range. So it does prove that you can still gain muscle mass, which we'll actually explore in a bit, why you can still re retain your muscle mass whilst intermittent fasting, even though you might be taking in less calories. But uh, for now, we'll move on to why James Clear said uh, intermittent f fasting worked for him. And obviously, you saw the results from it, but now let's see why he loved it. So he was spending less money. You're, you're eating less food, so of course, you're going to spend less money. Um, he said there's less of a swing, a crazy swing of his diet. So it's less like yo-yo dieting because he's not doing a bulk where he gets up to a certain uh, weight range and then a cut. Um, I would just say if you look, uh, listen to our podcast edition called um, Setting Your Goals a few weeks ago, you would know that you should bulk and cut between a fat body fat percentage range of 10 to 15%. So the swings, if you listen to our advice, should never be too drastic. But anyway, that um, he felt suited him more, the fact that he was not changing his weight too much. I, I believe this was James Clear who said this, or it might have been Nerd Fitness, who is another person that stands by intermittent fasting. Um, they also said efficiency. It increases their efficiency and the time they have in a day. They're not spending time meal prepping, making these you know six meals a day or three, four meals a day. They skip their breakfast and they only have two meals to worry about. So in that sense, efficiency is key for them. And that is why intermittent fasting works. And on to more scientific explanation as to why uh, intermittent fasting could be beneficial for you to try, apart from the growth hormone, as we've already discussed. Um, according to the neuroscientist Mark Matson, who conducted a lot of his research on mice in 2003, um, mice that were fasting for periods of the day rather than continuously eating had uh, lower levels of insulin and glucose in their blood, and this um, signifies an increased sensitivity to insulin and therefore a reduced risk of diabetes. Other research has also declared that it can keep a controlled level of blood lipids and reduce the risk of coronary disease. And a woman named um, Varady also discovered that measures of cholesterol, triglycerides rather, inflammation and blood sugar improved when people fasted on alternative days. And her results were actually so impressive that um, a health publisher published her bo a book about her research called The Every Other Day Diet. Varady says, Varady says, sorry, the... Um, Upshot with on and off deprivation of food, 
you lose over 90% of the weight from fat. And this is for the reasons we previously explained that you can access these fat stores more readily. Um, and this is 15% more than traditional diets where you restrict certain foods, for example, and you only lose 10% from your muscle mass. So more beneficial if you're looking to retain muscle whilst burning fat. Another sort of final cited benefit of intermittent fasting is that um, a lot of people have said that it strengthens your neurons and the neurons that are crucial for learning and memory. So it could even protect against uh, neurological diseases like Alzheimer's. So that's very interesting. But of course, every diet or eating pattern has its downsides. There's no superior way that will fit for everyone. There's no diet plan that is one size fits all and, you know, will just boost your results tenfold. Um, so a lot of people do struggle with intermittent fasting because they are hungry for a long period of the day and that hunger can turn into a craving and and so on. You know, it's, it's a struggle with yourself to prevent yourself from eating and that can result in overindulging later or binge eating later on in the day. Um, so we suggest that not only do you try intermittent fasting only if it works for you, if you can take hunger if that makes sense if you can uh, withstand long periods of being slightly hungry uh, another thing you could do is um, look at our cravings blog so if you go onto the shape scale blog you'll be able to find uh, a blog article we did called the science behind craving and this tells you all about cravings themselves and how to prevent that craving feeling so that might be quite useful resource for you some other pitfalls um, include things like fatigue you haven't got as much energy, uh, dizziness, trouble concentrating. I know um, my mother, for example, if she doesn't eat for a certain period of time, if she has gone, you know, woken up and goes five, five or six hours without any food, she gets migraines, bad headaches. Um, a lot of other people, you know, as I said, rebound to binge eating and even people have struggled getting to sleep at night. Uh, they get less nutrients in because you're eating less regularly and you're eating less food you're getting less micronutrients and things like that in so there are um, downsides to it as well it is actually advised that certain people do not try intermittent fasting well i should say not not advised but some people do experience problems and this group can be women as many women experience um missed periods, metabolic disturbances, and even early onset menopause. This isn't um, a statement to say women should stay away from it, but um, it's just that they should be cautious or potentially uh, consult a dietitian or something like that. Um, other people who might want to consult their doctor might be people with um, issues with blood sugar retention regulation sorry people that suffer from hypoglycemia or have diabetes or anything like that and just very quickly before the 20 minutes is up i know a lot of people will be thinking you know i don't want to waste muscle mass because i'm not eating in a calorie surplus or anything like that or i'm not eating enough calories to sustain my muscle mass but um it has been proven, yes, in a study that if you fast for longer than 16 hours, your body will start converting amino acids into glucose and the amino acids come from your muscle tissue. But what is advised is if you if your last meal before you go to bed and start the fast is something like a slow slow burning protein like casein, nighttime protein 
or an egg is also another good source of slow burning protein, then this provides the body with a large infusion of amino acids. So whilst liver, as the liver glycogen stores are depleted, it can use the amino acids provided by the protein, which will remain um, available for several hours after eating due to the absorption and digestion phase and post-absorption stage. So um, obviously you can prevent the reduction in muscle mass or the, the, the lost muscle mass by structuring your diet plan effectively and with purpose. And I'm afraid that's all the time we have. So thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the 20 Minute Fitness Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode on intermittent fasting. Um, Just a quick favor for all of you. um, Please, can you go head over to iTunes, leave us a review or a rating. It will help spread the word about the 20 Minute Fitness Podcast to many other listeners. And hopefully they can get their weekly dose of health and fitness. Thank you very much.